This is the Point of Drew Podcast. What is going on, Point of Drew listeners, and welcome to the Point of Drew Masters Preview Show 2020. We got a little mini-sode coming your way. Uh, no ad read today, although we do love our friends over at Shug's Bagels. Uh, I wanted to shout out uh, a special dog and remember his life before we get into things in the Masters. Leroy, uh, PFT commenter of Barstool's special dog, unfortunately passed away after many, many great years. Um, the, the dog was truly special guy. I mean, he broke news, tons of sports news. He was kind of the modern day Adam, Adam Schefter Woj uh, of the dog world. I mean, he really uh, got a lot done in, in his time here. I mean, you got to you gotta remember the, the different, um, the scoops Leroy brought to the table. I mean, you, we, we always remember Gronk to Tampa Bay, um, Stephon Diggs to, to the Bills. I mean, he's breaking this stuff before any of the NFL insiders can get there. But above all, the Antonio Brown to the Raiders. Um, thank you, Leroy, for your service. You will be dearly missed uh, as one of the top newsbreakers of all time. Um, we know you're up in doggy heaven, uh, getting all the boops you possibly can. So we love you, Leroy. Thank you for all that you did for the sports world, for the podcast world. Um, RIP. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like, like you said, this is our Masters mini-sode. Um, you know, Augusta, Georgia, a tradition unlike any other, just like listening to the Point of Drew podcast. Ooh, Two like of the best that. traditions in, in all of sports. Um, so we can, we can dive into what we're looking at in this Masters tournament. Um, you're uh, Barton, you're our uh, golf expert between the two of us. So, um, the way not so much up, on the course, but uh, but yeah, I've, I've yeah. read up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got your number on the course every now and then. Um, but when it comes to uh, diving into this stuff, you know all of it. So, I'm gonna ask you a few questions and just let you go on this and uh, you know, let the, let the listeners get a feel for what you're thinking of the Masters this year for sure. Um, so I'm gonna start it off by asking you, it looks like as of right now, Bryson DeChambeau is an eight to one um, favorite to win the Masters. Um, why is Bryson favored? Should he be the favorite going in um, with his type of game? And what are you feeling on Bryson? Yeah, uh, we'll pony up first and foremost. Uh, but Bryson is favored. I think. I mean, you've seen how far the guy hits the damn ball. It's yeah. it's it's ridiculous. And so that obviously has something to do with it. But in all in all reality, Bryson uh, has had a has had a great season, right? I mean, tied for eighth in his last start um, in, in Las Vegas a couple weeks ago, and then before that, he won the U.S. Open by eight strokes, uh, getting his first major. So a lot of momentum for Bryson. He's been playing well, and he's absolutely mashing the ball. So a lot of people think, um, you know, I'd say he's right on par with the other favorites in. Um, Dustin Johnson and, and, and John Rahm, but I think uh, his added distance, um, his ability to just kind of hit the ball out there, 380, uh, a little bit further than everyone else, gets him the leg up, uh, and, and that's why he's actually favored. But, um, you know, will it matter? I don't know. Yeah, uh, and, and like you mentioned, so John Rahm, Dustin Johnson, they're right there. Um, John Rahm with 10 to 1 odds, Dustin Johnson coming in with 17 to 2 odds to win it. Uh, but you mentioned Bryson's the favorite because of the way he plays. But on the flip side of, of how the players play is how the course is going to play. Um, we've never seen uh, Augusta get played in November. Normally, um, the Masters is coming around Easter in April. This year, we're seeing it around a couple weeks before Thanksgiving in November. Um, how's that going to change the course and the way the players are approaching it? 
Yeah, that's a great question. And I don't think it'll make the course will see too much of a difference, right? I mean, that course is ready to go. They maintain that all year round. And so from a course standpoint, I think it, it, the quality is going to be there. You know, it doesn't really matter too much based on the time of the year. I will say some things that are going to be different than the standard April uh, time timeline would be uh, the earlier tea times. I mean, we're get, getting things started off at 6 a.m. Central um, as the first tea, tea times go off there. And so, uh, you know, early in the morning, you know, the course can be a little bit more wet. There's dew out there. Um, not sure how much of a difference that will make on the greens. I think they're going to keep the greens kind of rolling, rolling smooth, regardless of uh, of, of rain or um, potentially dew in the morning. But I do think uh, um, it, it will make a difference off the tee, as as guys won't get the same rollout uh, when the course is a little bit more dried out there. And so, um, you know, for some of the longer players like Bryson, it just won't matter. Um, but for some of the guys who who need that extra distance on the rollout, um, could could make a difference. They're going to be hitting longer irons in. Uh, but ultimately, uh, I don't think a, a huge difference. I mean, I guess we, from a weather standpoint, we got a little bit of, a, of rain forecast for at least the opening round on Thursday. Um, I think it can rain in April, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, so definitely. April showers bring May flowers, right? Yeah, of course. So, um, you know, that makes a lot of sense, and I think that's a, that's a good way to approach it. Um, but, you know, another larger thing we're seeing all across sports is the lack of fans. Um, you know, no fans in the NBA bubble. We're seeing limited or no fans at the NFL games. And, um, you know, there is some thought that that has impacted um, some of the home teams a little bit, or, or at least the environment. Golf's a little bit different of a game in terms of how the fans actually, um, you, you know, cheer. It's a, it's a lot more of a reserved uh, <laughs> cheer in the stands. But will no fans actually make any type of difference in, in a golf tournament like this? I don't think it'll make a lot of difference. Um, you know, there won't be grandstands and things like that out there. So there'll be actually a little bit more space, particularly around the greens, to operate. Um, you won't get, you won't be seeing guys have to like lift clean, like club length away from the grandstand when they hit it into it. But um, you know, for some guys, I think Brooks, for instance, you know, he loves that, uh, you know, kind of crazy environment where you know he probably t feeds off off the fans and everything. I think Tiger even did to a degree, um, just because of the roars that um, Tiger can really. Um, get from, from different uh, galleries and stuff. And so uh, some guys I think it'll matter more than others um, who really are into the getting hype and, and feeding off uh, crowd noise, and et cetera. But um, some guys it could be an advantage. I mean, uh, you know, guys that are, are more reserved and, and would prefer to play without fans. Um, so ultimately I don't think it'll make a big difference. I think everyone knows going in that they have to be in the mindset where, you know, they've been playing without fans for weeks now. And so they get it. They're, they're used to it. So I don't think that makes a huge difference. Yeah, I think you're probably right there. Um, these guys are definitely going to be locked in regardless of whether fans are there or not. Um, you mentioned Tiger Woods, the defending champ. He's, uh, he's been the Masters champion for 19 months now. Um, any shot he can make another run at it this year? El Tigre, man. Uh, God, I don't really see it, but fuck, I would be about it. Uh, I would love that. <laughs> Wouldn't we all? Uh, I, I would love to see Tiger uh, get another green jacket, but man, I just don't think... I, I think last year was such a big moment for him in his career right he he was playing well um the you know previous british open before he won that masters and was kind of on the cusp of winning that major after what like a 10 10 year absence of, of a major win and so he finally got over that hump and you know not that he's not motivated i just think it's it's less significant now that he's gotten back over that hump and won again obviously he's still chasing jack and wants to get there but um you know i think it's just tough there's too many guys playing super well uh right now in their careers in their true primes uh where it's just unlikely that tiger walks away with this one yeah i think i think you're probably right there but but at the same time 
he's got more fans out there. He is LT, at home than, than anyone else. Uh, I love it when when Tiger makes a run. Um, you know, like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, not a huge golf fan, but whenever you know I start seeing tweets coming in on a on Sunday, the, the Masters or any major tournament, the Tigers making a run. Um, that's must-see TV. So would love a Tiger makes a little run this year. Um, I mean, but, CBS has a whole broadcast, like the Tiger Cam and everything. Yeah, I mean, it's something else. He, he really, uh, you know, takes the, the game, the viewership to a whole new level when he's rolling like that. 100%. Um, but in, in terms of, um, you know, some other guys that have won some majors this year, we saw Morikawa take the PGA Championship. Bryson DeChambeau took the U.S. Open. Um, is there any chance we see another first-time winner at the Masters? Those guys were first-time winners of majors this year. Um, any chance we see another first-timer? You know, this kind of ties into my sleeper pick. Um, this guy's a first-round Masters player. Jason Kokrak. You can be confused as Kokrak. It's Kokrak. Um, <laughs> but the guy has, has been playing really well this season. He can absolutely hit hit the shit out of the ball. He won uh, back in Las Vegas a few weeks ago. Um, he's been he's been hot, and a lot of guys like him as a, as a sleeper. I, I do as well. Um, went to Xavier, so go Musketeers. Um, it is his first time in Augusta, and so uh, I think Augusta, it's a, it's a pretty nuanced course. There's definitely an advantage if you've played it before or, or you know, many times, but um, Kokrak, it's his, it's his first time in Augusta, and he's coming in at plus uh, 8,500, and so some real value there for a guy that's been playing well, but I, it's, it's going to be tough out there for any first-timers, I think. Yeah, that's a, that's a good um, you know, pick to throw out there is Kokrak. Kokrak, is that how you say it? As a sleeper there. Um, do you have any other value picks? guys you just like the odds on think they have a shot to make a run at this really he's the guy at plus 8500 outside that kind of top tier I, I really think it's more of a chalky tournament like the top 15 or so guys will probably take it but outside, you know he'd be my best value pick at, at uh, plus 8500 yeah um, so, so moving on to some other picks let's just hear right now who do you have as your winner of yes. the tournament love it so my Masters 2020 champion, I'm going to stick with who I called back on this podcast in September. Um, oh. Sticking with Tony Finau at plus 3,000. Uh, Tony, he's been close, man. He, he's particularly at the Masters, uh, uh, tied for 10th back in 2018, tied for 5th in 2019. This year in the majors alone, tied for 4th at the PGA, um, and then tied for 8th at the U.S. Open. And so he's Two top tens in majors this year, and then uh, two top ten finishes at the last two Masters. So I think it's kind of the perfect storm. Everything's trending in the right direction for Tony. Uh, the guy swags off the charts. Um, you know, I, I I just gotta go with him. I think little known fact, Jaleel Okafor's cousin. Um, oh, really? So yeah, it's uh, yeah. I don't think you knew that one, but uh, you know, got a got a family of winners, I guess you could say, or at least guys that could potentially get drafted high, but <laughs> and bust, uh, yeah, and bust. But uh, unlike his cousin, I don't think Tony Finau is gonna bust this week, and uh, he's gonna get it done in, in Augusta and take home his first uh, green jacket and first major win. Yeah. So yeah, I guess he would be uh, one of the first timers who could make a run at this. I like that pick. I think uh, Finau probably is in a good position. Everything you just mentioned, he's been close. A lot this year over the last two years really so um, things could line up for him this year um, you know speaking of things that could line up we got the lineup of Tiger Woods uh, meal choice it's tradition at the Masters the uh, previous year's winner gets to uh, to pick the dinner that all of the players have yep. um, 
And so let me read off what, what Tiger's meal is. What are they shows. serving this week? Um, so the starter is an Augusta roll, shrimp, shrimp tempura, spicy tuna, avocado, eel sauce, tempura flakes, pickled ginger, wasabi, soy sauce. Sounds like some, uh, some sushi to start it off. Then he goes wow. into the prime steak and chicken fajitas with grilled veggies, refried beans, and Mexican rice. Um, and then to top it off with a dessert trio. Um, some classic flan churros with chocolate sauce and sopapillas. Oh, my. What do you think on uh, Tiger's Meal Choice? Well, man, that all sounds absolutely delicious. You know, I think Tiger's got to be going with the Wagyu for the fajitas, the fajita steak. I mean, that's <laughs> that's oh, got to be the case. Absolutely. I did read that the, the meal was being served in honor of his, his late father. Um, and, and so I think... Uh, uh, you know, that's that's a special memory for Tiger. Um, you know, maybe a little tribute to his mom, who's actually Japanese. That's probably why, um, you know, there's a, a sushi being featured on there. But fajitas with the Wagyu, you got a, a, a great tasting roll, shrimp and pure roll there. Um, and then capping everything off with the, the churros. Man, yeah. I love a good churro. So sign me up for that one. That uh, sounds phenomenal. Yeah, I think Tiger got that one right, definitely. Um, I did have to mention, so... Uh, we saw that that video earlier this week. I think it was John Rom, yeah, was it? They yeah. skipped the ball off the water and, and rolled it in for the hole in one. Um, personally, I think that might be the single greatest golf shot I've ever seen. Um, was wondering what you think the odds are we see a hole in one um, over this tournament. Well, yeah, that Rom shot, dude. I was like, is this is this real? It was unbelievable. Like, I didn't I didn't know what Let I was Let alone watching. hitting that shot, but at Augusta, it's like what the it was. Just, I, I don't even I don't have words for it. It's just like when a guy's rolling like that, it's just kind of can't can't stop at that point. So John Rahm, uh, if anyone is gonna get a hole in one this week, I wouldn't be shocked if it was our, our guy John Rahm. But I think I think it's more likely there usually is a hole in one at Augusta. I think I can't remember what the odds are, but um, it, I I would bet on seeing a hole in one this week. I think I think it's very likely and probably coming from John Rahm. Yeah, that'd be awesome to see. Uh, it'd be unbelievable if you did that same thing, the little skip off the water. Man, uh, what? It doesn't even make sense. Yeah, seriously. What was that, three skips maybe? At least, yeah. Or, yeah, probably like two or three skips. I honestly don't think I've ever seen anything like it. I was waiting I was waiting for the Friday Beers edit where, you know, they, they add some words to that, a little music. Uh, <laughs> man, they did not disappoint there. So go check out Friday Beers uh, edit of that of that shot as well on, on Instagram or Twitter. It's, it's good stuff. Definitely. Um, well, before we uh, wrap this up, just want to know what last words you have on the Masters, thoughts, things you're looking forward to, anything like that that you yes, want to throw out? Yes, the, the final, my final thoughts, I'm going to leave every all the listeners with a few props that I really like. Um, I've got three props for you here. Um, you know, I, what I would do is go ahead and open up your book as I'm, as I'm saying this and, and get, get primed and ready to go. We'll be leading off with the first one. I like Webb Simpson to finish in the top five. He's been rolling this year. Um, it seems like he can't seem to miss a top 10 or even top 20 for that matter. That Hey, that's not top five. I get it. Uh, but the guy's been consistently solid throughout the year. Uh, he's played well in majors. He's won the U.S. Open before. I think he plays well this week. That is plus 650 on most books. So, jump, so excuse me, Webb Simpson to finish in the top five at plus 650. Lock that one in. Number two, the longest drive of the tournament. Over... 380. 
This one, you're not getting a ton of value for. It's minus 115, but we know Bryson is going to smash this one. Um, particularly, watch out if Bryson does kind of get emotional early in the week and uh, things get out of hand um, and, and it looks like he may miss the cut or isn't really in it towards the end, he's going to just start opening up off the tee box. And so this, this prop, I think, has no shot. Um, longest drive of the tournament, over 380. Uh, it's crazy that we're we're at this point in time where someone can hit the ball that far. That's minus 115, uh, so lock that one in as well. And then finally, this one, a little bit of a long shot, but hey, I like it. Uh, will a player be disqualified at plus 700? Um, you hate to root for this one, but it, man, it's 2020. <laughs> Tensions might flare. Uh, you know, people are getting emotional. My bet uh, would either be Bryson if things aren't going his way, or we all have seen Billy Horschel lose his shit uh, many, many times. And so if the greens aren't rolling to Billy Horschel's uh, – his liking, um, he will be throwing clubs. He will be cursing out uh, spectators, officials, whoever it is. So um, Billy Orschel would be my favorite to, to be disqualified, but maybe want to sprinkle a little bit on that at plus 700. Will a player be disqualified? Yeah, those three bets sound like an easy way to make a lot of money. Um, so you got Webb Simpson finishing top five, longest drive over 380, and then someone to get disqualified. Yeah, I love sure. it. That's, that's um, the props. You think uh, you think that would include? I wonder if they have any type of like COVID rules or things that uh, that you could get disqualified. For. I don't know. You know how technical technical books yeah. will be on the disqualifications. Um, that's a good question. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, I'm not even saying COVID. I'm just saying yeah, the good no. old fashioned way. Someone cheats, someone freaks <laughs> out, you know, someone takes a leak on the course. You <laughs> yeah. just never know here. We'd love to see the old fashioned way, but it, it does add some value that there might be some other ways this year that uh, they could get a player DQ'd. So. There's, a, there's probably some value on that bet. I love Brooks it. Brooks may be throwing lips in, uh, getting a little too. I don't know if that's actually illegal or not, but he probably will be. <laughs> I'm sure he will. Um, but, yeah, that's going to wrap it up for our Masters preview mini-sode. Um, Barton's got Tony Finau winning yes, it. Sir. That's the pick we're rolling with. Point of Drew is rolling with Tony Finau to win the Masters. You heard it here first. Coverage starts early on Thursday, 6 a.m., so set your alarms. Uh, it's going to be a fun weekend. Uh, Masters 2020. We're getting uh, lucky in November, so okay, can't argue with it. Absolutely. Appreciate all you guys for tuning in, listening to this preview. We'll be back on Sunday night with uh, another podcast. we got some uh, special stuff planned for that one, so you won't want to miss it. We will talk to you guys soon. Later, everyone. Peace.